So uh, we've been, this week we're sharing with you on week two about the new creation, but the benefit that goes along with this new creation. And Casey has alluded to a lot of the uh, things that we talked about that we're going to be talking about. And even Brother Richard, you know, he talked about that smoking weed, you see. You know, I mean, it's a true fact, you know. If you thought you could stop doing these things in yourself, then you would need Jesus. Amen. See? But we do. Amen. You, can't, you can't change yourself. Y'all follow what I'm saying? He didn't ask you to come to give up anything. He asked you to come and receive a gift. And that gift is eternal life. And so I want to go back to that verse of Scripture, basic, basic Scripture in John 3.16. And then we'll look at uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 because these scriptures go together in dealing with the new creation. Now, let's remember, you know, all this year we're keeping strong aspect upon faith. It's not that you don't have faith. You already have faith as a believer. But what we are saying to you is, is that we need learning how to utilize this faith that we have as the righteous of God. Amen? Grace made the provision, but faith is the hand that takes. Right? And so if we don't learn to walk in it by faith, but in order to learn to walk in something by faith, you have to really know what is available or what has been available to you so that you can access it by faith, okay? You can't receive something that you don't have an understanding of. Just because something was made for you, but if you don't know how to use it, then it, it, it really don't benefit you much, right? Until someone revealed to you how to use it. Once it's, once it's made known to you, now you can go to it with a knowing. That's what the kingdom of God is. God wants you to have a knowing that you can just make an act, you know, by faith, I command this to come. You have a knowing, I got it. Right? You may make a stand against something. And you know why? Because you understand the word. See? The Bible said in the beginning was what? The word. And the word was what? With God and the word was God. So what you're doing, you're making a stand on the word, right? That's what we're talking about. So in John, uh, put that up there, uh, uh, Zach, John 3, 16. <clears throat> it says, for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he did what? He gave. See, that's what it is. It's a gift. Everything about the gospel is a gift. God already gave. He gave something to you. Amen? So what we have to do, we have to receive the something, the gift. Amen? So for God so loved the world that he did what? Gave. What did he give? His only what? Begotten son, right? That whosoever what? Who, not who's a whosoever? Anybody, right? Yeah, everybody. Anybody, everybody. So whosoever believe it in him should not what? Perish. But have what? Everlasting life. So that whosoever believe it in him should not perish. But And so the everlasting life or the eternal life it is not just to be born again to escape hell, okay? That's good if that was all to it. But eternal life or everlasting life, it is more to it than that. And I'm going to talk about a little bit more about that. Let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and look at verse 17. It says, For any man, therefore, if any man be in Christ, and that's just mankind. They are what? A new creature or creation. That means you are a new species 
You are born anew. You have this new life, this new identity that you never had. And notice this. It says, old things have done what? They passed away. So everything about the life that I did, that I had before, it no longer exists. Are oh, you understand what I'm not? See, don't get caught up in the, the, the verb of it, the action. Get, I, w- I want you to get the identity of the noun. A noun is what? People, place, or thing. But a verb is what? Is an action, right? So don't get caught up in the doing. But get caught up in what, you, what he has done for you. Notice it. Therefore, if any man of mankind be, be where? In Christ. That's the key to your salvation. It's in Christ. It's, that's why you, you didn't do it. You can't do anything to do it or to earn it. You are receiving something he done and that's why it's got to be in Christ. So what the enemy hates? He hates that in Christ. Why? Because he, in Christ, meaning the anointing of the anointed one, went to hell and destroyed the one who held the power to hold you and I as a hostage all your life. He can't do it no more. Right? Because Jesus, or God, becoming a man. And did what? And redeemed us from the curse that the law brought us under. Okay? And so the law, the law of sin and death made us subject to failure. It made us subject to sickness and disease. It made us subject to poverty, to defeat to oppression. Are you following what I'm saying? So the new life, this new identity that you have, you're going to have to learn what this, what's in it. And then once you begin to understand what's in it, now everything that I'm going to be speaking from, speaking of, everything that, every way that I'm going to be walking in and out of is going to be in this new life. In this new way. Because old things have passed away. If old things passed away, then guess what? As you grow in him. Now, old things have passed away in your spirit. But there still could be some action of things in your life, in the former life that you had, is still present. Because nothing didn't change in your body or in your thought life. But, but what changed was in your spirit. The change took place in your spirit. Right? So if the change took place in my spirit, that's important. Why? Because that's the communication center. That's the production center. That's the place where everything is made. Everything that was made that you and I can see, it was made from words. Words are like spiritual containers. Are you understand what I'm saying? So words, the words that you speak, that I speak, they are created. So what you have, you have all of God inside you in your born-again spirit. And it has the ability when it is spoken by faith through a revelation knowledge of him, the wisdom of God will give you the ability, will reveal the ability of how to use knowledge. In other words, I have to say. Okay? You have to do what? Say. Let's, let's look at that for a moment. <clears throat> um, let's see here. Thank you, Lord. Okay, before we do that, go to uh, First Peter. And look at verse, uh, <clears throat> let's look at verse 18. First Peter uh, 1, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought Sister Pearl was messing with me again. <laughs> All right, notice this. 
Let's go back to verse 13. There we go. Wherefore, what does wherefore mean? Wherefore, that means, hey, well, you got to see wherefore mean wherefore from this moment forward. I don't care what I just told you. In the prior scripture right there, it said, wherefore. All right, let's see what that means. Back that up back to see in verse 12. <clears throat> Whoa. Okay. Go back to verse 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Gaeta, Cappadocia, Asia, and what? Y'all got it right. Okay, verse 2. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God. Now, here we go. We're getting ready to find out what therefore. Amen. Elect according to what? The foreknowledge. What is the foreknowledge? What does that mean, foreknowledge? That means he already knew in himself. You know how Jesus tested the disciples in John 6? And he asked Philip, he said, Philip, where should we buy bread, Brother Joe, that we may feed? And Philip said, huh, mm, 200 penny worth of bread is not going to be good enough to feed all these people. But the Bible said Jesus knew in himself what he would do. What does that mean? He was testing Philip, knowledge of testing, uh, yeah, Philip, yeah, knowledge to see, has he caught on to the way Jesus do things? See, you, see, your new creation put you back in a position. <laughs> see, it's putting you back in a position where you're supposed to be. You will know. See, look, According to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through sanctification of the Spirit. Remember we talked about that last week, sanctification? You're already sanctified, Brother George. You're not going to get sanctified, you know, by what you wear, what you don't wear, what you say, what you don't say, what you do, what you... No, you're, you're sanctified through the blood of Jesus, and, we'll come, and, and it's all in that same set of scriptures. But your sanctification is what? It's you receiving Jesus as the Lord of your life. So to be sanctified means you have to have heard the truth. Number two, it means to be separate. Separate means what? You have come out of the world. You have died to yourself, died to your ways of doing, and now you're saying, I'm separate. I've been separate so that the Holy Spirit can now go to work in my heart, bringing transformation of the kingdom of God so that I can be productive in what his purpose for me in the foreknowledge of God from the foundations of the world. But that's the truth. That's what that means. The foreknowledge of God. That means he already knew what he thought of you. Remember we read the, the verse that Casey had in Ephesians 2.10? Uh, put that up and amplify it once again, Zach, and go right back to the scripture. It said that how God, the workmanship, we were created as his workmanship. You were created. Are you following what I'm saying? Why? Because Genesis 1 and 2 is the... It's the pattern whereby the church lives by. But it was necessary that Ephesians 5.17, put that in the classic, that it was necessary that we receive this new creation that we can go back and call in those things that be not as though they were. Yes, Adam messed up some things. Yes, Satan had become the god of this world system. But notice this. He has no power to do what? Over, over, over the environment, over the atmosphere, unless the righteous don't do anything about it. Hmm? It's kind of like roaches. You know, you got roaches running in your house. Well, if they figure that, you know, you, gonna, you ain't going to do nothing about it, 
We're going to eat some gravy and rice, too. We're going to take a little piece of cornbread and put it back in our corner, too. You know, I've seen roaches. They carried on all. Right? Uh, they got, they, that's right. Until, <laughs> stop that, Bobby. Until you, until you come and do what? You get put a little, you know, put a little, uh, what is it, a black flag? Y'all remember the black flag? You have a little black flag? Black flag was something, boy. It keep it, it keep it, keep it, it kills on contact. Well, that's the same thing. If roaches know you're not gonna do it, they're gonna multiply. So if Satan know you ain't gonna do nothing about this, I'm intense, I'm intense. Look, I'm gonna make your world a wreak havoc. Why? Because you got this ability to stop me, but you. You don't even recognize what you have. So therefore, I'm gonna do everything I can before you wake up. I'm, I'm a, matter of fact, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to squat you to the place that put my foot on you that you don't get up again. You don't even realize you've been sanctified. I mean, you've been set apart from me, boy. You my master, but because you don't know it now, I'm I'm still gonna. Can y'all see that? See, that sanctification ain't got nothing to do about, you know, what you got on, what you don't have on. That sanctification is that that means you have received Jesus, you've been pulled out from the world, and you are God's own, and then what did God say? Hey, my child going to shine. He's teaching you and I. It's like right here. We in the house of God. In our building to do what? To learn. Those on Facebook, you're, you're hearing the word of God so that you can do what? You can go back into the public places and rule and reign out of your heart through that life, that life that you and I have that is in Christ. You ruling and reigning out of that attitude. It's not you. It's Christ in you. Now, when you get angry, when you step out of, out of love, that means you're not in Christ. You're in yourself, right? And when you're in yourself, if you stay in yourself long enough, who's going to take over? You're going to give Satan a foothold in your life because you're going to say things, you perhaps may do things that you can't walk back. Okay? That's the key. You know, in the early morning class, I was talking to them about taking no thought. You know. Okay, for we are God's own handiwork. That's who you are. That's how you got to see yourself. His workmanship. I mean, just think about it. His workmanship. Now, keep in mind, because you can see it right there. Plan beforehand. God predestined. Plan beforehand. Plan beforehand. That wasn't just when, you know, your parent thought about bringing you into the world. We're talking about from the foundation of the world. God already had you in his heart. God already had your life mapped out. What, what, you know, what your place would be. What, you know, what your purpose on the earth would be. Hmm? Your place, your purpose is important to God. And, it's, and he is, he, you know, through Jesus Christ, put you and I in the body where we belong, where we can function at the best to get what he wants you to have so that he can use you with full obtain. Amen? And you know how you can get pure gas? It'll cost you, right? But that's what you that's what you have to have. I mean, some vehicles that you buy, you they won't run on eight or seven percent obtain. You kill it. It won't perform like it's supposed to. Hmm? Remember those cars that used to, you know, you put that gas in and it what what it is? And it won't shut off? Yeah, you remember that before? You know, you, you buy, they say you, got, you must have got some bad gas. You cut the car off and the thing still, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, it, it, it's trying to shut off. <laughs> yeah, it backfired on you. <laughs> some of y'all don't know nothing about that, but some of us old enough, you know about that. All right? 
So, but notice this. He said, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. Notice it. See the word recreated? Then that's what happened to you and I. We were recreated. See, we were created in the image and likeness of God until the first Adam failed, messed it up. So God sent in the second Adam, and now we are recreated for the same purpose. We're not recreated. We haven't been recreated for a different function that God, no, it's the same plan that God had. He just couldn't bring the fullness of what he had through you and I in the nature that we were. Oh, man, glory to God. Can you see that? So he said, we were recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works, see, which God predestined. Predestined. That we may do what? Those good works. I mean, think about what is the good work? When you go back and look at Adam, the first Adam's life, you know, you look at and you look at the second Adam, Jesus. What was Jesus' good work? The Bible said in Acts 10 38, he went about healing all. I think y'all got the plan. Y'all got the picture right here, right? Plea plan, taking path, which he prepared ahead of time. He prepared ahead of time for you and I. Notice this, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So you and I living in this realm. At this time, he had, he had prearranged it for us. We are the entire generation. Wow. Amen? Amen? So look at Acts 10, 38, and let's look at this for a moment. The good works of what Jesus did. So what are the benefits of the new creation? It is to bring forth. Look at, these, look at this. It said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Notice this. It's not how God anointed Jesus Christ, but Jesus of Nazareth with what? The Holy Ghost or with the Holy Spirit. Did you catch that? He had to be what? Anointed. That's God in the flesh. How would, why do God need to be anointed? Because he became a man. He took off his glorification and he put on his humanity through the word. Remember I say the spirit is the production center. It, and we're going to get back to First Peter. It has all of the life, the seed of life to create. But it takes someone to access it by faith. You're releasing something in you by faith to something that is not. But it will respond because it comes from God. That's what you got inside of you. Through the new creation. Okay? Watch this. So he said, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing what? Doing good. Everybody say doing good. So what was he? So what was the doing good? Healing all who were what? Oppressed. By the devil. How many people we know in this day is oppressed? Live in oppression. Hmm? He said, notice this, who went about doing good. Well, if Jesus was anointed, how God anointed Jesus, see, now God anointed Jesus, we are anointed in Christ, are we anointed with Jesus anointed? Anointed. That's why I say in Christ. So when we say in Christ, that simply means his anointing. We are anointed with his anointing. His anointing came from where? From God. Jesus' anointing came from God. Our anointing come from who? Come from Jesus. Why? Because we are born again through his sacrificial death. When he was raised up, he was raised up for our justification. It was his name the Father gave to undo the works the devil did. So what we're doing, we're walking in his name. We're functioning out of his name. 
We rule and reign out of his name. Hmm? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who, who, of Nazareth with what? With the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about? What did he do? Who went about? I mean, you can't just sit here and do it. Who went about? I mean, wherever we occupy, whatever we're doing in the marketplace, whatever we're doing in the community, we're going about doing good. We are the examples. We don't fit in the culture. We don't let the culture overtake us. No. We take over the culture. We are the one that bring new life to the culture. This culture wants to change us. It wants to dictate to you and I. And if you don't have this word, if you don't have this life living in you, flowing forth out of the productions in your spirit, if, if you don't have the seed of life flowing through the, your inner man, you will become a victim just like the world. You will be up and down, wishy-washy, don't know what day it is. You'll be living just like them, speaking like them, behaving like them. And they say, well, aren't you supposed to be a Christian? I don't want my life to be shown that I'm a Christian, but I'm behaving like you are. That new life that you and I have, we, are dead. we died ourselves. Hmm? Even if we have, even if we have regressed back to some bad way, you can always change. That's the See, that's the thing about the believer. See, your spirit is sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You just forgot what manner of man you were. Or woman. So we can get back to the where we're supposed to be. Amen? Why? He said how God anointed Jesus and now. Because we, we got to be out there in the marketplace. We got to be out there in the culture, in the world. That's where the change takes place. But don't let the world change you. Don't let it philosophy change you. You got to learn to shut devils up. Because they got some intelligent devils out there. They got some folk that, that can speak that, that can speak uh, uh, real well. It can argue real well. They can take what you believe and put you at a place of disbelief. Because their intellect. But the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. I'm telling you, that's a righteous indignation will rise up. Hey. Hold that. No. You may, you may be able to argue better than what I can, but let me tell you something. You, what I'm telling you right here, you can't argue with this. Hell is full of, hell is full of people like you. Now that's going to get them. What are you doing? You're speaking, from a, you're speaking a language that get their attention. Amen? Amen. Yeah? Yeah. So, he said, he went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. For what? For God was where? With him. Look at 1 John 3, 8. 1 John 3, 8. And look at the latter part of 1 John 3, 8. And put this up. Uh, put, put the latter part. Put the, uh, 1 John 3, 8 in the classic amplifier. So you can see this. <clears throat> Notice it. For this purpose, for this purpose, Yeah, the, the reason the Son of God was manifest. Can y'all see that? Visible was to do what? To undo. Huh? I didn't say undo it. I said undo. You know, y'all think about undoing sausage? I'm not talking about no gumbo now. <laughs> Kim, Kim, say come on there. Look, I guess she thought there was some undoing of that. <laughs> no, notice it. The reason the Son of God was manifest, made visible to what? To undo. Undo what? Notice it. Destroy. 
This is what undo is. To destroy, loosen, and what? And dissolve. This is what Jesus did. This was, he said, this is why I was manifest. Why? Because there was no one else on the earth could do it. So I had to come and do it. God said, I had to come and do it, be clothed in a man's, uh, 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 what do you call that? In a body of a man, because a man was the one gave it up, so a man have to be in an earth suit to take it back. So I have to be just like the first Adam. Boy, that's powerful. That's what God did. For, that's what God in the flesh did for you and I. And he gave us the power of the Holy Spirit in the name that he gave himself. He destroyed the works of the devil in the name of Jesus. So when we say in the name of Jesus, see, Satan know that name. He knows that name. He knows that's the name that defeated him. He knows that's the name that, that he had to let go the clutches of hell, the clutches of death, whether it be someone paralyzed or whether they be blindness or whether they amputated in a limb of their body. It don't make a difference when we say in the name of Jesus, something got to happen. It's impossible for it not to. It's impossible for it not to. Why? Because we belong to God. He said, this is the reason. That means this is why I came. The Son of God was made visible to us to undo, destroy, loosen, and dissolve the works the devil has done. It's finished, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what your situation is right now, what mine is right now. I'm telling you, whatever is finished, Jesus finished it all. Are you understand what I'm saying? So no one being born, no one born begotten of God, deliberately knowing and habitually sin, practice sin. For God's nature abides where? In him. Hmm? His principle of life, the divine sperm, that's the word. That life that's in you. That's why I say it's the production center. It has to be spoken for the, for the word, the spruma of the word to activate. If you don't speak what you have a right to, it won't germinate. That's why the enemy will, sometimes you can look at something or something going on. You say, well, I ain't going to say nothing. And the devil said, ooh, I'm like, I like this. That'd be just like, a, you ever had a mosquito buzz around your head? He light in, see, on my bald head, he light in, and, and I don't slap that thing? Man, you have a hickey every day after a while, right? Is it right? Amen. No, you got to stop him. It don't know unless you put some off on it. You got to do something to do to warn it all. Well, I'm telling you, thoughts is the same way. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't get them thoughts, if you don't deal with them thoughts that the enemy is, 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 is impacting your, your decision, impacting how you think or whatnot, then before you know it, you'll be so far off, you don't even know why you is just as cold as ice and can be a very lovable person because you allow thoughts to put you in a place rejected, thinking you're not worthy, whatever it may be, I know what that feels like. Words have to be activated because you and I are the only one that had the power to do what? Change. Hmm? I can cry, but guess what? Ain't no change going to take place. It might make me feel better for a little while because I got it off me. Right? But it's going to come back again. Is that right? No. Got to get it off you. Huh? So, see, notice this. So he said that the divine sperm remain permanently, see that, within you. Why? That's the seed that you receive through that new life. It, re it, re it resides permanently. And notice that he cannot practice sinning because he is born of God. 
That's why I said the, the noun, your spirit, as the noun person that's in you, it cannot sin. It's sealed. See, it's not the spirit that, that you have problems with. It's your soul you have problems with. Okay? All right, now, Zach, go back over there to Telebeshiana. Uh, <laughs> what that is? First Peter, verse thirteen. Right, First Peter one. <clears throat> so, oh, oh, no, 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 no. Well, this is a good place to uh, um, to start at. But let me go back to verse two, where we were. Yeah, First Peter. <clears throat> so he said, who were chosen and far known by God, the Father, and consecrated, he was sanctified, made holy. See, that's what it is. Sanctification, made holy. Sanctification and holiness is not the root. Our sanctification and holiness is the fruit. Okay? Your spirit is the root. The life of God, the life of Christ, that's the root. From that root comes sanctification, comes holiness, comes redemption. It comes righteousness. Amen? Okay. It says, by the Spirit, to be obedient to Jesus. See, sanctified, made holy by the Spirit, to what? To be obedient to Jesus Christ. Hmm? The Messiah. And to be sprinkled with his blood, may grace, God's spiritual blessing, and peace be given you in increasing abundance. That spiritual peace may realize in and through Christ freedom from what? Fear? What else? Agitation? Agitating or passion, should I say. And moral Conflict. See that? That that spiritual peace may be what realized in and through Christ. You can't have this joy outside of Christ. And notice how the peace comes. The peace is not there based on what you do. The peace is for troubled time. When you're in troubled time, your peace is not just there in the good time when all is well. Say, well, you must not have no peace. Uh-uh. The purpose of the peace is so that when trouble comes, I can still be at peace. See, sometimes we equate because you got trouble. Say, well, you, you, must, you don't have no peace. Uh-uh. No, it doesn't. That don't mean that. Look, 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 look right here. May grace, spiritual blessing, and peace be given, be given you in, in increasing abundance. So that means it can increase. That spiritual peace, here it is, to be realized in and through Christ Jesus, comma, free from fears. So if it's free from fear, it's telling me, some fears going to come my way of trying to make me feel inadequate. Trying to make me feel I'm going to lose something. Right? Trying to make me feel I'm not going to ever get it back. Right? Fear of the unknown from fears. See, just look, that's why it's plural. What fear, what thing it is that, that you and I could fear that it'll never get right. Oh, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to fall. Y'all ever heard that term? Yeah. Yeah. People that have, you can't, you got you to let that go. Because sooner or later, it's going to fall on you. And when it falls on you, it's going to try to cripple you. See? Free from fear, the freedom from fear, agitating passion. What is agitation, uh, agitating passions? What do you think about some agitating? I mean, just think about how, how something can get up under your skin. Somebody can chew wrong. Hmm? Somebody could laugh wrong. 
Huh? <laughs> right? All that could get under your under agitating passion. I mean, I'm just telling you something. Look, in a marriage, you don't you don't learn everything about one another because you you know you got married. You know you get married and and y'all googly eyed and whatnot. And but you don't know one another until you what? Until you live with one another. Until you have to do business with one another, huh? And then you know you ain't one until you have intense. Fellowship. <laughs> That's when you become one. See? That's when one starts to increase when you had an intense fellowship. Y'all know what that intense fellowship is? If you've been married or you're married, everybody that had intense fellowship. Is that right? <laughs> I'm laughing all by myself. Nobody's saying nothing. Hey, there you go. I got one. Amen. <laughs> I'm trying to, but that, and you know that agitation, agitating passions, something your spouse don't like about you or you don't like about your spouse or whatnot, and it's just like, hey, you got to get over it, Jack. Because guess what? I let that in. And that's something whereas the Holy Ghost want me to work on. Not just, well, you got to stop that, baby. You got to stop that. No, you want me to, I, I want her to stop that so that I could feel better. No, you need to get the victory over that, Jack. Can y'all see that? Yeah, because that's what this piece is all about. I got to get the piece over. I got to get the victory over that. Not her, me. When you get the peace over something, then the Holy Ghost know how to correct that. Because you're not being, you're not letting it bother, you're not letting it get next to you. See, your peace ain't gonna just be just because everything copa steady. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? I'm telling you. And this right here can mainly work in, especially in married lives, people with, you know, freedom from fears, you know. Oh, the same thing happened. If you've been married before, oh, the same thing repeating, the same. Well, if it is, it's because, hey, you brought it in. You hadn't dealt with it. I don't know why I'm talking about it, but I'm just saying this. Yeah, we got to deal with it. Are y'all getting this? And moral conflict. Just think about it. You're going to have moral conflicts. Everybody not going to see what you see. Right? So you could, you could what? How does how did that saying go? You could live to agree, disagree to. You could agree to disagree. Yeah, we don't have to become belligerent. If you don't see it my way, you're all booty. Your day gone. Your day just bad. And then they have to come back and say, okay, let's go. No, that's bondage. Get, your, get that pacifier at your mouth. That's bondage. Some people have it. If It's either my way or the highway. Oh, no. Don't tell me that. I'm gone, Jack. You ain't got to be, you You don't put me back in there. Yeah, I'm gone. That's right. I'm still teaching the word on, on the new birth. Hey, amen. I'm just trying to show, that's how we can put up and deal with crisis because why? I'm not dealing with it in my own flesh. I'm dealing with it out of this new life. So it makes it more easier for me to deal with the crisis or the conflict or whatever that agitating passion is in my life, something that's agitating me. It, it helps me to deal with that and say, you know, hey, I got to get the victory over this. Okay? All right, next verse is that. 
And he said, praise and honor, blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. By his boundless mercy, we have been, what? Born again. Can you see that? To an ever-living, what? Hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's why we're able to, to live this life. That's why we're able to overcome these things because of the resurrection. That resurrection means, just like in uh, Romans 4.25, it said he was raised for our justification. That's what that resurrection is. If he was raised, that's what tells you, you can do this now. You just got to have the want to. You just got to have the want to. You can do this now. The reason why we can't do it is because we're not allowing the Holy Spirit to take charge. But when you allow the Holy Spirit to take charge, there's nothing impossible. It only becomes impossible because your heart is hardened. Are y'all understand what I'm saying? There is no there is no people on the earth without any balaki de bushtala. That means they got everybody got kush kush. Is that right? That's right, brother Joe. Everybody got some, huh? Everybody. There's no person on the earth without no whatever. And people live their lives and you try to be something that you're not. And you won't allow that the, the anointing that you receive through the new birth to correct that. That's the greatest thing. That's the greatest gift to me. Okay, I don't mind saying, okay, I got this issue here. But thanks be unto God, I got the Holy Ghost. He's helping me to deal with this in me. Amen. Not my wife, me. I, I'm, not, I'm not responsible for her, but I am responsible for me. Right? And if I, do, if I, if I allow him to do what he needs to do in me, then guess what? It's going to be all right. Why? Even if she never changes. Now, I'm not saying nothing wrong with my wife. But even if she doesn't change, I'm, I, it's going to be hard because I change. Can y'all see that? Why? We got this blessed hope right here. This, I'm Look, Jesus was resurrected for me from the dead. Yeah, I was a product of the first Adam. God didn't hold that to my charge. That's why he came a man and died for me so that he could say, okay, now here you go, son. I'm giving you what you need. Now to get that off of you. Oh, y'all missed that. See? I mean, you know, if someone, if someone, if someone, if someone was to break in your house, Right? I'm giving you Smith and Weston, right? Y'all know Smith? And you hang up on business, right? They're in your house, right? So what do you do? You protect. So just like you use Smith and Weston in the natural, you can't use Smith and Weston for the spiritual issue. So God is saying, I'm giving you my word. I was raised from the dead so that you will know how to deal with this fear, this agitating passion, this moral conflict, this oppressive thing that keeps uh, holding you hostage. You can't deal with that with a bullet. You got to have the right words. You, you have the, the words of eternal life. It's your spirit. It contains eternal life. So withdraw the seed that you need to get this agitated passion or to walk in this peace from this fear, from this moral conflict. How many understand what I'm saying? So if you don't deal with that thing, see, by his boundless mercy, 
we have been what? Born again to an ever-living hope. How? Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. I can't lose no more. I will not lose no more. This resurrection of the dead has made me a superman. Hmm? Born anew into an inheritance which is beyond the reach of change and notice this, and decay. It is beyond what? The reach of change and decay. That means it's imperishable. Salabakistekuna. I almost ran out of here. Glory to God. Huh? It is unsolved and unfading and what? Woo. Reserved for us in heaven for you. Keep going, Zach. Who are being guarded, garrisoned by what? God's power. You're guarded by who? God's power. See, when you make a stand for what's right, according to the kingdom of God, you're making a stand for what, what the life that you have, not, the, not this life that said, well, girl, you deserve some peace. Well, girl, you deserve some, you need to get that, you need to get that girl out of your head. You need to get that girl out of your life because she don't know nothing about this life right here. This life, what I'm talking about, right in the midst of the storm, right in the midst of the fire, the Holy Ghost. I mean, if Peter, not Peter, if John could be dipped into hot balling oil and come out with no hurt, How did it happen? He was guarded, garrisoned by, the, by God's power. That's how he ended up on the island of Patmos by himself. Because the emperor could not believe it. He couldn't even kill him. All couldn't kill him. He set him up to kill him and he couldn't kill him. Daniel and the, and the three Hebrew boys, they got thrown in the lion's den. I mean, not in the, in the, in the, in the uh, what is that thing? Fire the fiery furnace. Amen. Huh? Bro, you know they had a bad Negro in there too. Oh, <laughs> I was that bad Negro. I was in there. <laughs> it shock all y'all religions. Oh, what, 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 you know, don't send me no ugly letter because I ain't going to read it. But then, you know. Three Hebrew boys. <laughs> one was Shadrach, Meshach, and the other was a bad Negro that was in there. <laughs> we had to flavor that thing up, boy. <laughs> and, and that fire saw it and said, oh, what that is right there. I don't know what that is right there. We got to back off of them. Is that right? <laughs> so what did he see? The fourth one was Jesus. What am I trying to tell you? It's the same thing that happened to John. You and I are in good company. Listen to me, saints. I got to close with this. <laughs> Think about this for a moment. Our faith shines in the greatest persecution of our faith. When persecution arises, our faith in him arise to the occasion. See, we, look, I know we don't like things to go bad. We don't like conflict. We don't like none of us. But that's why you are born anew. So you can know how to handle these different things that we don't know how to handle in ourselves correctly. Right? We don't always know how to handle these things. But in him, because we, we got his word. Right? You see what he said? Who being guarded, garrisoned by the power, I mean God, by God's power through your faith, 
Notice what he said. See, your faith has to activate it. That means you can't afford yourself to look at this in the flesh or get fleshly counsel or be telling folks your business that don't have no spirit, don't have no true spirituality. They will lead you astray. It's your faith. Girl, if that was me, I know I wouldn't be doing that. I don't know what kind of, I don't know. You, know, you, you shouldn't even be telling, you, could, you shouldn't even tell Shaquita that. Because baby, them, they, they, they don't believe in that. They got their own law. Notice this. Till you fully inherit that final salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. We are fighting the good fight of faith until we leave here. And we're doing it differently. Why? Because we've been created in his righteousness to do it. Amen. Next verse. I know I'm not going to be able to finish all this. You should be exceedingly glad on this account. Though now for a little while, you may be what? Distressed. Oh, here we go. By trials and suffer temptation. Casey, how long I've been going? 56 minutes. Okay. Oh, I got another hour. No, I just hit. Okay. Think about this. So you've been distressed by trials and suffer temptation. Watch this. Keep going. So that the genuine, the genuineness of your faith may be what? Tested. Your faith, which is what? Infinitely more precious than the perishable gold, which is tested and purified by fire. What is he simply saying? It is God himself that will put you through the test. It is God himself that will try your heart. Not what? pain, not with sorrow, not with sickness or disease. That's the devil. But he will test, he will try your heart to see how you respond. Are you ready to move on? Are you ready to be uh, validated in the place where I have ordained for you? Because if you don't pass this test, if you don't understand how to walk with one another, how are you going to be able to walk in what I call you over there and cause a mess? Nope. You got to get it right right here, Jack. Huh? See what you said? So that the genuineness, the genuineness of your faith may be tested. That's God, baby. That ain't the devil right there. That's God testing your faith to see whether or not you're going to stand, to see whether or not you're going to walk in this truth. That your faith, which is infinite, more precious, see, then perishable gold. Why? Because see, gold to you and I here, you know, gold have to go through a purification, a refining, right? Why does gold go through a refining pot? To do what? To purify. To purify. And the only way you can get the, the impurities uh, to purify, you have to do what? Put it through fire. Burn it. You have to turn the heat up for what? So that the impurities will rise. Because if you don't do it, the impurities could, lay, could be hidden in there. And what you thought was pure, when it was time to make an exchange, you found out you only had 25%. Hmm? But the fire will purify. The fire will bring... That's what the word of God. God's word is the fire. It will try your heart. It will, it will pull out that agitating passion. It will pull out that moral conflict. It will pull out those things that you, may, that you are fearful of. And you won't move any further until you deal with that. You let the Holy Ghost inside of you. Why? Because you got what it takes to deal with it. Will you allow him to finish, examine, scrutinize, prove your heart to say now you are approved to go to the, for, for my assignment. Now let me do the work in your heart. Are y'all seeing this? Amen. The proofing of your faith, see, 
is intended to redound to your praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one, is revealed. I'm not going to be able to finish this. I have to pick this up again. And the Lord's will, willing, we'll try to get back over there next Sunday or maybe Wednesday night and do a little bit of that. Amen. Did you learn anything tonight? I mean, this, <laughs> tonight, this, this, this morning. Amen. <laughs>